dispensing wisdom, inciting awesomeness, scaling joy. Welcome to the Mojo Studios podcast, serving up bite-sized doses of delicious and nutritious insight and inspiration intended to ignite your mojo within and add fuel to the fire of your life, your relationships, your work, and your contribution to the world. It's time to turn down the deluge of distractions and put yourself in a mindset of receptivity and growth. Absorb, digest, apply, repeat, dinner is served. Hey everybody, welcome back to Mojo Studios. Joe McCarthy here with my good friend, longtime friend, Lee Free, author, pastor, and just a, just a good man. And uh, we've just been chatting here for a few minutes, decided maybe we got to record this because that's really the purpose of a podcast, right? <laughs> to record it and to share it. Uh, and as I start all, nearly every podcast, I want to remind everybody that we're fully aware that time is a precious and non-renewable resource. So the fact that you've decided to spend your time with us, we don't take that lightly. We hope that the, the time is well spent and that you'll, your life will be enriched, that we'll have thoughts that will prompt you to think and to wrestle with ideas that may be beneficial to you. Uh, and even we pray that God will work through our words into your heart, um, not because we think you need anything, but because God's a dynamic God. And, and Lee and I were just talking about how when we look back over our life, sometimes it feels like we've been falling forward. This is a term I've adopted, you know, from one from one trip and, and spill to another. And yet in God's grace, it's been in a overall in a progressive direction as opposed to just falling off a cliff in the middle of the night somewhere. So many so many good coincidences come our way for some reason. Yeah, I've heard a uh, coincidence defined as when God does a miracle but remains anonymous. And I think that's probably wow. probably a lot of truth to that, right? That's good. So t- today we uh, we're going to start at the beginning of the, the God Moments book that God that God God has authored, but used <laughs> but used Lee Lee's fingers and his mind. Uh, and I guess there is some truth to that, which we won't dig into right now. But uh, we're certainly not saying this is the Bible, so nobody take that as heresy. Just saying that the fact that we actually would use Lee and I is proof enough that God does work in mysterious ways. Before we move on, I want to let the listeners know who probably can't see what's going on here is that Lee's in a restaurant, uh, I think owned and operated by one of his good friends. And so in the background, if you hear dishes, if you hear clanging and banging, that's because you're, you're at the restaurant there. There's no customers, it looks like. It looks like they're just preparing for the day. Uh, so just take that as that's our ambient noise that we've intentionally built into this podcast <laughs> because we're talking about everyday life. And, and here he is. Yeah, that's on my right. end, on my end, occasionally you'll, you'll hear birds chirping and stuff. I'm in my backyard. Uh, this has kind of been my office during quarantine, right? COVID sent me into my backyard rather than to the office. So all that to say, if you, if you hear the ambient noise, uh, don't let that distract you. That's just where we are. And, and that's kind of like life. <laughs> it's got some messiness to it and that's okay. We'll just keep plowing ahead. Lee has authored a book, uh, which really was just a series of entries into Facebook, I guess, Facebook posts. And what I love about this, and I've just been fascinated since I started reading them, was that Lee is just walking through life like the rest of us and sees an everyday moment, uh, but through a filter of seeing God in that moment. That's the title, God Moments. So I'm going to ask Lee, if you give us just a little context, what was the inspiration again for this book? Where, How did this even start for you? Well, I, I, I can put it in the words from a conversation with my son, Jonathan. He said, Dad... 
why don't we see what's wrong with us? Why don't we see the, the miracles and the powerful, inspiring stories from the uh, from that we see in the Bible? And why does it even seem like in some places throughout church history, so much more has happened than is happening right now? And what was kind of cool about that was that I wrestled and struggled with those same things when I, when I was younger, especially in the you know the realm of the church, the, the department of the church, the section of the church where they really believed, you know, where they just talked about miracles and people were, things were happening, powerful things in the church services. And you're going, wow, why isn't this happening in my life? What is wrong with me? And I started realizing that although, well, first of all, what I realized was that all the miracles of even Jesus happened over a span of years. And then you, know, you see all these powerful miracles that the disciples, the apostles did. Those happened over a span of decades. And so, I mean, of course, books, history always picks up the highlights. But history doesn't say, and then Peter ate some bagels and then went out and caught a fit, you know. So anyway, I started realizing that not only do you not, does everybody not see these powerful things every minute, every day. But if you look close enough, you can see amazing things that God is doing every day. You just don't, nobody calls them miracles necessarily. So I just start, I just really love, I, and I and I guess God's just kind of giving me a slant where I just see something and go, oh, it's a God moment. <laughs> so yeah. that's working. That's beautiful. But I was going to observe uh, about Lee that there's really two, I think two special gifts that I recognize in this God Moments book. And one, one is that Lee has the ability to, to see and recognize God in the everyday moment. And then two, God's given him a really special talent to put it in words in writing. Uh, and so it, it becomes not just a great moment for Lee himself, because I'm sure he's got to feel that that's very enriching to see God in the everyday moments, right? That makes his life a better thing right there. It is. Uh, yeah, but then to turn around and put it on paper, it becomes something that can be shared. Yeah, um, you're right. If I if there was no such thing as Facebook, or, or if I didn't didn't want to try to write write some things down, it's just a beautiful way to live. Just just having your eyes open to what God is doing around you. It's, there's, he is so active, so active, and you, you know you can not notice it, or you can notice it. I think it's cool to notice it. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good. Uh, you know, we one of the theological terms that many of you would know, and Lee and I have, have had to learn along the way is omnipresent, right? So God is everywhere all the time, and you can say that word, and you can even define it. If we believe that God is everywhere all the time, then the God moments just means that we recognize what was already happening, right? It's not that God did something extraordinary; right. He always does things that are extraordinary. It's just extraordinary that we got to recognize them, we got to see them, and, and uh, be a part of that. The other other thing I wanted to say, the other reflection I wanted to have, uh, is that as Lee was even talking about with a book, you can open it whenever you want, and you look in and see the highlights. And so, in essence, you're outside of the timeline of the book, looking in. And so whatever really cool thing happened in the book, it's happening for you in the moment that you read it, right? And I think this is just a, a little glimpse, That's very, right. a finite glimpse into the way of the nature of God, because God is outside of time as well. He created time. So for God, everything is the, the eternal present, as C.S. Lewis would say, right? So when God looks at our lives 
he doesn't get stuck with, oh, you know, it took this long for you to get from here to there and then waiting for you to, to eat your bagel before we could do something cool. All, all the cool stuff and all the bad stuff, it's all right now for God. That's right. Another thing that I think is so cool about God and this whole concept is that um, you don't have to go looking and chasing, you know, to get to get a message from God. He's just he's he's in, in everything, not from a, you know, a, a pantheistic perspective where he is everything. These things are outside of the person of God, you know, but he's he he's writing his name. He's signing his name. You walk down the beach and it's a beautiful sunset. And, so, and sometimes I hear God saying, that's my that's my Hallmark card just for you. You know, it's just just moment by moment. This happened to me uh, just on, on Easter. I was I was having my little my my, my moment with God. My, I call it my quiet time. And I, I said, I want some backdrop today. So I turned on. I looked for the Lord's Prayer in my Apple thing, my Apple music thing. And the only one that came up was the Mormon Tabernacle Choir with Andrea Bocelli. I said, oh, what the heck, you know. Um, and so I turn it on and I'm praying along with it. And it's the most I, I felt like I was taken up in heaven. And then this amazing climax for thine is the kingdom of power. Can you imagine that with Andrea Bocelli's voice? I sobbed. I sobbed because God was using them to glorify himself and to remind us about Jesus and to teach us to pray. It was, I'm, I'm, I'm almost tearing up right now. That was, that was a God moment. Yeah, man, I, I got goosebumps. My hair standing on end just trying to imagine that because I, I think. Look it up, of, man. Look it up. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go listen to it. And I would, let me encourage the listeners too. If there's something like this that comes up in this conversation and Lee and I didn't plan this out, it's, it's rolling as we roll. Um, but so there's a great opportunity for you as a listener to mark this down, put it in your journal or, or make note of it on your phone or whatever. So that when this is all done, go check out the Mormon tabernacle, uh, performance of the Lord's prayer with Andre Bocelli and, and let that wash over you. Let, in fact, even maybe even listen to it with the, the mindset, the heart set that God, I, I want that experience too. I, I want to sense and experience the greatness of, of you in the midst of a performance in the midst of a walk on the beach in the, in a sunset or whatever, God's happy to hear those prayers, right? He's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's do that. That'd be fun. I'd like that. That's right. Well, back back in the day, like, like I said, you and I both grew up kind of Pentecostal charismatic. And I used to pray, God, make yourself real to me. You know, like that preacher on the platform that's got so many stories. Make yourself real to me. And I thought I was going to, at some point in my life, I was going to feel tingly things or maybe some lightning was going to come and etch some words on the lawn or something, you know. And this is what it turned out. He's been making himself real in the blade of grass on the lawn or something like that. Just so cool. Yeah. Right. In the Old Testament, even the, even the most godly people hadn't seen him very much. And so he'd show up and they would just freak him out. It was not a comfortable situation. So uh, our closeness to God, our intimacy with God and those God moments, they reinforce each other. Yeah, it was so true. I. I even remember, you know, when Moses was up on the mountain getting the Ten Commandments, he's like, God, I want to see you. And God's like, I don't think you really do. You, you can't handle it. You know, I, I think of Jack Nicholson going, you can't handle the truth, right? <laughs> God's like, you want to see me? Well, you're going to have to turn the other direction and you're going to have to close your eyes. I'm so glorious that even my shadow is probably going to slay you right there. In, and and, and <laughs> Wouldn't, wouldn't God, wouldn't that's, isn't that the kind of God we would want that he's so 
amazingly transcendent that even even a, just seeing a little bit of him is going to be way more than we could handle. Uh, you know, I think of when I'm a little kid yeah. and there would be a, a solar eclipse at school and they would they would say, take this black piece of cardboard and put a pinhole in it and then put it up so you can just see a teeny bit of the of the solar eclipse because if you stare at it, it's going to make you blind. And I'm thinking, well, that's like a little picture yeah. of God. God's so bright and awesome and amazing and transcendent and way beyond the words I could come up with that even a little pinhole is going to be more than I can handle. And then that moment, where he says, I'm going to, you get in the cave and I'm going to walk by you, but I'm going to have to shade your face from the glory of my backside. And so what, what's beautiful about, what's beautiful about this is that Jesus became the ultimate God moment. He, he came down representing the father in a form that was palatable, a form that could be understood. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> this is probably isn't the words you intended, but you said, you know, you got to shield your eyes picture because you can't even handle the glory of my backside. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm really uncomfortable saying it that way, but that's how it says it. it in the King James. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And you know, if the King James Bible was good enough for John the Baptist, well, then it's got to be that's good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, in the corner here and launch into the book, God Moments, and we can continue this, this rich discussion um, after we read. So, I mean, even the introduction I found awesome. Thank you, Lee, for putting this all on paper. So what I'm going to do, listeners, I'm going to read the introduction to these books uh, and then allow him to respond. He's got he's got a personal reflection, uh, but I, I asked Lee if he would just do a personal reflection in the moment rather than reading the personal reflection. So for those of you who are interested in the book, when it comes out and we're working on that, uh, you'll get to read that then. So here's the introduction to God Moments. The word holy does not need to be such an intimidating word. It simply means other than ordinary. God is this. He is in every way beyond our definition of normal. Lucky for us, though, he cares about us so much that he constantly strives to help us understand him. The most profound example of this is Jesus. To see Jesus is to see God. It cost him everything to reveal himself so personally. But this is how eager he was and is to connect with us. The Bible comes next. Not a science book, not a book of philosophy, or even, thankfully, religion. The Bible is the true and accurate story of God and his significant encounters with humans throughout history. When we read the Bible as a story, we discover everything that is essential to know about God. He is a father who loved, created, lost, and is now restoring his family. But God did not stop with the book, capital B. He has peppered every aspect of our existence with hints and clues about himself. We see him in nature, science, and the arts. And not wanting to leave anyone out, because some people don't go outdoors, don't frequent museums, have no aptitude for science, he even reveals himself in our daily, regular life experiences. It is actually possible to experience God on a daily basis. This does not come naturally for us. Our native culture trains us to see everything but him. But with some practice, we can retrain our eyes. To that end, I offer this book. It is a collection of moments where God graciously announced his presence to me. These are my God moments. You may think it narcissistic of me to put my personal moments into a book and think anyone else would care to read them. And you're absolutely correct. I am self-absorbed. I am a self-absorbed person. But as you will see, if you decide to read on, I do not claim to be perfect, nor even good. I only claim to be lucky. 
lucky to be loved by a good God. Hopefully, you will conclude that if God loves a narcissist, <laughs> if God loves a narcissist like me, there is great hope for you. So I invite you to devote a few moments every day for three months to encountering God in these musings. This should be quite enough practice so that you can go on to see him in the regular spaces and rhythms of your own life. <laughs> you know, the thing that jumped out at me, and thank you again for such a good reading. Like, I'm, I'm, tears are coming to my eyes, and I'm going, who wrote that? It just, <laughs> and I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, I, you know, I don't sit around reading the introduction to the book or even the book over and over again. So it's been a while since I've heard or, or read that. And what really jumped out at me is that, uh, you don't have to be an outdoorsman to hear God speak. I'm really happy about that because I don't I don't want to be, but I guess you'd, you you would you would call me a nerdy couch potatoish kind of a person, you know. Even that moment I described with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, that's me indoors, you know, walking in my kitchen in my bare feet. So, uh, what what that says to me, and and yet God speaks to me in these God moments in a restaurant wherever I am. What speaks to me, what says to, what that says to me is that God speaks our language. He speaks seven billion languages. He knows how to come to us where we are, outdoors, computer lab, movie theater. God has come to me many times in the movie theater. So I just love that about God. He, he just comes to us. We don't have to chase him. He comes to us and speaks our language. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I, I think this really addresses uh, what I think is kind of a natural human tendency to try to, we try to define things, right? We define things to help understand them. But in defining them, oftentimes we put limitations. So I did this message right. on labels. As soon as you label something, well, then it helps you understand it, but it also limits not only your understanding of what the possibilities are about that person, especially with people. Um, but then, you t so I kind of think of it in three levels. If you label a thing, you know, a table, a chair, a plant, well, that helps you define it. And there's no harm done. But of course, a plant, when you really get into it, there's way more to it than just the word. But then if you apply that towards people, if you take it, if you put any label on them, a color, a race, a creed, a, a religion, a sect of a religion, well, already it's there's this limiting effect where it limits the possibilities of what you think about them. And for, for on their end, if there's this conversation about labels and who I am I and how am I defined, it can even limit the person who's being labeled. You see this all the time, you know, uh, and, and then suddenly we've shrunk the beauty of a humanity and especially the individual that we're in relationship with or, or the ones that we don't like at all. Uh, and we're missing on the, the rich, limitless, infinite nature that's been stamped on each individual by this infinite God. So then what you're saying, and I love this is you take that to another level. And if we label God, just the word alone is limiting because of our, perception of what does God mean? And I think, you know, back in the Old Testament right. days, I understand they would never say God's name. They wouldn't say it out loud. And at, at first I thought it was like because of awe and reverence. And I think there is something to that as well. But also I think there's something really amazing that you didn't put a name on God because already by putting a human word on it, you've limited your perception of how infinite and amazing he is. I love the fact that Lee and I just could laugh was one thing because laughter is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but even, even we're even in the midst of this podcast, we're faced with our own limitations, the limitations of technology, the limitations of, you know, 
around AD, ADD. So Lee told me a while back, he said, you know, if, if you lose me at some point, it's just the fact that I can't concentrate that long, right? <laughs> I think there's so many people out there that can relate. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're not listening right now. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that you just referred to. We've lost them already. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I did. I, I did want to say, but you, you talked about laughing, and yeah, we we spent a lot of years on the road, laughing together, uh, and um, that's another thing that comes up kind of in my moments with God, is I feel like I'll say something, trying to make Him laugh, and I'll, and I'll hear Him up there kind of laughing, you know, and uh, I, I just really hear hear God being a, a laughing God. He just loves us and delights in us. And la- laughs at our jokes, even the corny ones, you know, even the dad jokes. He goes, hey, I'm the ultimate dad. I get it. <laughs> That's, right. That's a great concept. I want to hear a God dad joke, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to this whole concept of, of labels and we try in our finite nature and our limited understanding of the world to understand it through labels, through words. And that, I get that. That's That's how we can navigate the world i guess what i'm saying is for me and for lee and for those who are listening um allow yourself the possibility that the world that the humans that you interact with and that your god is is so much more than that that you put a word on it or you put a phrase on it to help you understand but you're not understanding it in full right and actually that reminds me of i always wonder what does glory mean it just seems like such an ethereal word are there are there bright rays coming off of God all the time? And one of the primary meanings of the word glory is heavy, and it's the whole. And so when we say God bring your glory, we're saying God just let it let it be so heavy with your presence, or just be real. God just be real to me. When you say that, you're asking for His glory. You know, uh, I just love this whole concept that um, God isn't restricted to, you know, the things that we call holy or the things that we think is the places where God should be. And we've built over the years in the history of man, we've built some beautiful edifices with that try to somehow capture a, a sliver of that glory, you know, cathedral right. and stained glass windows and all that beautiful stuff. And I, I've had the privilege of touring a lot of Europe and standing in those cathedrals and singing amazing grace. You know, it's, it's absolutely transcended. It's fabulous. But that's not the only place God is. You know, if, if God is omnipresent, he's as present in that cathedral as he is, like you said, at the beach uh, in a blade of grass or, or even while you're washing dishes. In some ways, there's kind of a differentiation between the holy and these, the kind of the secular or the profane. In other, in other ways, everything is holy, you know. Everything is holy because God created it. Because one of the monks, he was talking about when he went into the monastery and he took a vow of poverty and and all the things that they do to prepare themselves for a lifetime of service one of his Mm -hmm. first assignments was to wash dishes for the rest of the the brothers and so he'd wash the dishes and as he washed the dishes he'd talk with god you know and have the conversations and then he later in his life he reflects back and he says you know god was to me god was more present in those moments when i was just alone washing dishes than in in any of the more outward acts of service in my life. It was Brother Lawrence. Oh, he's yes. called, the book is called Practicing the Presence of God. And he said, yeah, w- uh, just connecting and having this relationship with God, uh, doing the dishes had more impact on him than 
the Vespers, which is what they called their, their worship service. Yeah. So to bring that to modern times, God can be as present in washing the dishes as he can be when you're riding on a Vespa, right? <laughs> the word was Vesper, Joe. It's okay. We'll, we'll get you there slowly where you need to be. I don't want to belittle the importance of Vespers or going to church or worship service or whatever you call it. But honestly, the, the, the value there is that you're doing it together with your brothers and sisters, and that just reinforces stuff. Not that it's more holy than doing dishes, you know? Absolutely true. And I, I think this goes back to a concept that's I'm, that bubbles up in many of my conversations that our tendency is to think, well, it must be either or. Either God is right. in the cathedral or God is when I'm doing dishes. You know, it's either when I'm riding a Vespa or it's when I'm in fellowship in a discipleship group or with my right. brothers and sisters of Christ. No, it's not either or. It's both and. <laughs> it's true. Right. God is in all of those places and there are benefits to finding Him and seeing Him in all those places. Uh, so let me encourage anybody who has stuck with us this long to the end of this podcast and say, um, be open to the possibilities. Open your heart and your mind to the possibilities that you can experience God in any moment, in every moment, as mundane as it may be, as much as you may dread it, or on the other hand, on something that you are just so excited about it makes your hair stand up on end and your body tingle all over that God God is in all of those moments right it's just that whether or not we right. are whether or not we're willing to look uh, and to recognize him there if this episode was beneficial to you be sure to pay it forward sharing it with others who may need a boost as well until next time, dream big, start small, act now. Thank you for tuning in. 